What's poppin', what's poppin', what's poppin'? Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And this episode, we're going to talk about people who did really dope things in 2020 that are not celebrities just yet. Just yet. But they're really on the move. We have like four dope people. And we're going to probably do this every year. So maybe you could be on the list next year. Moose, what do you think about this episode? I like that. I like that. It's like the annual Nikki and Moose award show. I don't know. I'm just, you know, you never know what might happen. But I'm, I'm liking where this is going already. Let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens. Cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. So, of course, we got to start it off. With the review of the week. Review of the week. Of course, I messed this up. Hold on. There we go. Skirt. Um, Let me make this a little bit bigger for our YouTube people. And the review says, leaders of the new schools. Spelled in a different way. Let's go. Nikki and Moose are making the disassessment come alive with real world Avatars. Don't. Wow. Okay. Look at me. Not only are are they bringing insightful details in their examples, but they also drop gems for marketing and branding yourself that can you that you can use yourself. I want to be able to wait. See, this is why I can't read out loud. You're going to read out loud one day. I promise you. I always mess this up. I want to be able to look at myself and others through and it didn't finish but shout out to jw hawkins i messed this all up you know i can never say the review of the week right but <laughs> shout out to you yeah. <laughs> that was so horrible uh. oh my god but shout out to everybody who leaves us a review i think i'm going to be able to like say it straight one time but i think they're like yo i'm not leaving a review because nikki's gonna butcher it anyways it's gonna be gonna crazy it. look Shout out to everybody. We read them all. We pick once a week. It is what it is. I apologize if I butcher it. I try not to butcher the names, but it happens to. Whatever. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. Anyways. I love it. So we got four dope people. So Moose came up with an amazing idea because we normally go over celebrities right we normally go over living legends giving them their flowers like look might as well talk about them while they're alive and we can learn so much from these people but it's crazy because there's a lot of people who are doing things right now that are moving like future legends moving like the celebrity status that they're going to be and it's they should get some spotlight too so moose i wanted your take on why this episode what inspired you because we got we got some heavy hitters like we these do. aren't like we light do. people like oh 100 percent. like 100%. some people may know them like a few 400 500k people may know them so i mean <laughs> you know it's not light. yeah like 
Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. No, this is a special, man. I think we need to continue bridging that gap, right? We need to continue bridging that gap. And I think a lot of times people would look at the superstars or the living legends and while the intention is to get flowers, people are still probably thinking like, man, like this is dope, but I could never see myself doing that. Mm -hmm. But what we're doing today now is number one, of course, giving credit to people who have been consistent, who people who've applied all of the ingredients that we've talked about, you know, on this podcast, on this show and giving them props for their hard work. But also just our way, again, of introducing them to the world and just helping people to kind of see an example that, oh, wow, these people literally came from where I came from or walked a very similar, you know, track to what I've walked. So I think that can breathe a new level of inspiration. It's that time of the year. Again, whether you're about that vibe or not, you know, with the whole new year, new me or not, I'm not. (laughs) I know Nikki's not too. Yay. Losing (laughs) the same 10 pounds. What? Why? Why? Let them, let them, you know what I'm saying? Let the people, let the people get the energy, right? Side note, side note. Talk to me. Okay, this is really super side note. So I did not get on the scale all through COVID, right? Did not. And -hmm. if anybody knows my uh, routine, I eat cookies a lot, okay? I lost 10 pounds. Get out of town. So all you people who are like, Nikki, you eat unhealthy. Oh, my God. How you get all this? Uh, I lost 10 pounds. Wow. What? How and- about that? <laughs> How about that? Anyway, <laughs> super side note. Don't mind us. We're a little silly. Yeah. Well, I'm a little silly. Who's just laughs at me? Um, <laughs> Celebrating. Let's get with uh, the very first one. He, um, He's so dope. So Dope. we have, you may know him, CEO uh, Trey Brown in the building. Hey. Not literally in the building, but um, what he's been doing this year, first off, he's a 14-year-old millionaire. Okay, that's, can, can I say one more time, 14? That's... That should make somebody my, else sick. My favorite part is that the first thing he did was he retired his mom. Yeah, I'm like, come yes. on, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like that, that is dope. Let's get let, hold on. Let's 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 give him his clip, right? So let's yeah. play the clip, and then we're gonna get all into Trey. But I gotta start this bell for productivity. Let's go. I'm powerful. I'm strong. I'm courageous. I'm a billionaire, and I won't stop. Let's go. A 13-year-old boy from Delaware County is proving age is no limit when it comes to making dreams come true. Sprinkle will be that household name, that brand that you rock whenever you want to be powerful, whenever you're ready to have a great day. The young entrepreneur created a brand that is now being featured on a billboard in Times Square. Do you think billions of dollars one day? Yes. Spurgo, I want Spurgo to be a household name. Spurgo is going to be everywhere. He is building a fashion empire. What's going on, everybody? My name is Trey Brown, and I'm a 13-year-old entrepreneur and CEO of Spurgo, and this is my hustle. Okay. So, Reminds me of a young Diddy. Give me that energy. It's he like is a young inspired. Diddy vibe. He is inspired. I think yeah. you got a check. I think you got a check from uh, Diddy based off the yeah, Ellen on show. Ellen, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's so dope. So the thing with, uh, with Trey, right? So he... 14, 
Like, and he's been doing this clearly prior to. You can't just be 14 and a millionaire, right? So he has, through this year, opened up his first store. He was making a guap online, selling uh, his Spurgo uh, gear and everything like that. It started with a shirt and it sold out. Then he did hoodies. And then literally they had to get a store because it couldn't fit in his crib no more, right? Couldn't fit. He made so much, like Moo said, he retired his mom. Yo, some old folks can't even retire their mom. Like, what are we, 14? I think he did that at 13, you know? Um, And now throughout this year, he's really concentrated on his personal brand, uh, doing a course showing other people how to uh, do a clothing brand just like him, how to be around mentors like he has. And it's been doing amazing. Like he's getting into funnels. He's getting into the whole marketing thing. He's doing coursework. And he's 14. Like that's not like in the midst of COVID. So, the way that we have it today is clearly this has been a crazy year. So we have to highlight people who have been winning in the midst of COVID. He opened a store. Like he just finished doing a pop-up in Atlanta. Now he's based out of Philly. He did a pop-up in Atlanta and sold out everything. Wow. Wow. Like whole new state. <laughs> Whole new city. <clears throat> like, maybe you could do that on in, in local, but he's his fan base, his his growth throughout the years, as being 14, has gotten the likes of the baby, has gotten the likes of Little Dirk, has gotten the likes of Diddy and Ellen. Like, this is not a typical kid he is literally and he has his elevator pitch perfect yeah 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 and i mean i don't know what else to say like he what could happen when he's 18 like right what's going to happen to my man when he's 27 30 like that empire could look crazy and the fact that he had a billboard in Times Square, the fact that he is on CNN, all these different, you know, news spots. It it makes other kids, you look at other kids like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what? Right. Like, why? Joker. Are you, like, <laughs> why are you playing PlayStation? Yeah. Like, but did you, right. did you do your LLC? Did you do your LLC paperwork? What are we doing here? Like, I'm confused. So... I think he puts new pressure towards kids. I think yeah. parents look at him and be like, "Why can't you be like him? Why? What? All right, yeah. let's let's. You want you wear clothes? Let's let's do clothing." And he's so. The cool thing about Trey is that, and, and I say this when it comes to the whole branding thing and how to create content. Like he just grabs his phone and goes. Right. He'll say, like, if you saw a uh, shout out to people on, on YouTube, if you saw the video and actually heard it clearly, he just 
grabs his phone and does affirmations. He just is himself and it gets engagement. It gets follows. It gets shares because he's being himself. Where once you get older, you feel as if you have to look a certain kind of way, be a certain kind of way, do certain things. But my man's a millionaire from being who he is, a kid. Like that alone is a lesson in itself. Yeah, 100%. I mean... My favorite thing is, man, I actually met him uh, in Michigan just before the shutdown. Mm -hmm. I met him in Michigan, and uh, there was a period of time where he was traveling to the conferences to come out to see E, to talk with some of the fellas. Like, he was really out there. And the two things that I took away, number one, he's a student of the game. He still loves to learn. Like, Mm -hmm. he's going out. He's trying to see, like, hey, who can be my mentor? Who can really show me? The, the, the way so that I'm learning from people who've already walked the walk and I'm just not running into some crazy stuff. So like he's really open to learning, right? Receiving new information. And then the other thing is, man, the kid is, and, and I don't know if people will make the connection like, oh, I'm sure this is why he's successful in this area, but I'm telling you it has a lot to do with it. Super respectful. Yes. Like you might, you might see that and just be like, oh, I'm sure he's just on the street. no. Like the kid is serious about his schoolwork, uh, shows a lot of respect. He calls everybody who's older than him, Mr. Mrs. or like Miss. Like, I'm just like, wow. Like, you know, he really has his priorities in order and is not just, you know, out here pushing a brand or pushing a message. Clearly successful, but still, you know, all of these other things that, that are important to parents and children or for their children he embodies those characteristics too. So I really just love, you know, what he's doing and, and how he's moving. Yeah, I think um, I think next year he probably has planned. He's been spending a lot of time in Atlanta. So I, I feel as if probably a store is coming soon. So an expansion for Spurgo is looking real, real promising. And like yeah. I said, he's 14. Like, like <laughs> As Shout out to you, Trey, man. Crazy. Shout out to you. That's like, what's up. I don't. That's what's up. Yeah, love you, Trey. Keep doing your thing. Um, if you don't know who Trey is, look up CEO Trey Brown. Look up Spurgo. Um, I think both of them are verified on Instagram. Go check my man out. Go support him. the The brand is is pretty dope. I have a Spurgo like little fanny pack kind of vibe. I told him I need him to come out with a tracksuit because I can't look no dudish. I can't do it. It's that's too much. Mm. How he has his all men wear and everything. And I just want to support it, but yeah, no, yeah. this will have me looking super, super little boyish. I can't do that. Like can't hey. do it. Hey, it's it sound like you got some uh some customers here, Trey. So I don't know. You might you Trey. know what I'm saying? Maybe you do the little expansion right there. Listen, Trey, just your mom knows and shout out to his mom. His mom Super, super dope. I love her to death. We're going to get Trey on the podcast next year or whenever you hear it in a few episodes later, right? Um, it's it's needed. I think we need to hear from kids who are really doing it, really getting their viewpoint, maybe because we'll get it. You know, maybe once we yeah. hear it from a very simple standpoint of like, yo, just do this. Go ask this person, network, be relentless. Like, I think if we hear it so simple, 
it could probably resonate to some people, but if it doesn't, maybe it's not for you. I'm just saying. Because yeah. that's real. Yeah. He's 14. Yeah. Shout out to you, Trey. But this next one is a little bit close to home. A little bit close to home. Um, you know, was a cop before. Uh, we may have had him on the Facebook Live show. So if you go to our YouTube, you can possibly see that that episode, right? Um, amazing family. Um, known as the nine to five millionaire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may know him. You may not. Jamal King. So we got a little clip of something that he's been putting out all through the year. I have a little lesson from it. Moose has a personal story about mall. So let's get into it. I'm going to ask you, what do you want? Like, think about that. What do you want? What do you want in your life? What do you want in your marriage? What do you want your overall life to look like? Just close your eyes and imagine that. If it was a switch that can just give you anything in life that you wanted, what would it be? What would it be? Take the time and consider that. And I ask people this question all the time. And then I say, after they tell me what it is that they want, I say, why don't you have it? Like, what's stopping you from having that type of life? Anything and everything you want in life is yours to get. First off, Maul makes the simplest questions so deep. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) Like, anybody else could say, what do you want? He's like, close your eyes. What do you want? Uh, I don't. I don't know anymore. Um, thought I did. Uh, let me try. Um, man, I, I guess I don't. I guess I don't know what I want. Why haven't you gone get it? Like what? Why are we asking simple questions? It makes me question my whole life. What are we doing? I love them all. Um, <laughs> but man. I. I brought up. That and, and we're going to get into what he's done throughout the year. But I brought that one up because anybody who's seen his content or been to the um, events and things like that have probably heard those like, what do you want statement? Right. I think yeah. me and Moose have heard it 19 million times. But I bring it up because there still is somebody, even on this podcast, who hasn't heard him speak. There still is somebody who uh, is getting introduced to Maul every single day, right? And I think making into a branding and content lesson real, real quick before we get into it is there's always somebody new listening to your stuff. So I never want anybody to worry about Am I repeating myself too much? You know, do I have to say it a certain kind of way? Do I have to give it a new background? What's all this about? No, my man has mastered that that saying to the point where even when we re-listen to it, it's like, okay, he said it in a different tone this time. Okay, it it resonates a little bit 
you know what? 2021 is coming. Do I honestly know what I want? Because when I heard right. it before, did I know what I want in quarter two? When I heard it the last time, did I know what I want in quarter three? Now we're going into a whole new year. Do I know what I want for the new year? Like, the, it's always going to hit people differently, no matter if they heard it once, twice, 15 million times. I never want people to worry about that. So that's why I definitely played that part, because I know both of us have heard it 18 million times. And then once yeah, in 19, yeah. people are noticing, yo, you like the w- number 19. I, it's just random to me, but okay, cool. Um, but he came out with a book. His course is still doing amazing. He did an audio book. He, like, the transition, because I do not like using Pivot anymore. The transition he did with um, when COVID hit, with all his real estate stuff to then going virtual, right, yeah. um, needs to be recognized. I think any entrepreneur who did from in-person to virtual events definitely needs to be recognized because that's not an easy job. For real. It's For real. really not. That right there is its whole own situation. Like, how can you get the same vibe from a in-person event to now a virtual so he did that he went live more and everybody knows that maul is not the techie guy (laughs) so i have to salute him and be very proud that he went live at least one time because boy my guy (laughs) what you got what you got on maul Yo, Maul, Maul is honestly one of my favorite people on the planet. I'm just going to be honest. I know it sounds like a stretch, but let me tell you why. First off, uh, for those who don't know, right, the story of this guy is, this guy is someone who had dreams of playing in the NFL, didn't make it to the NFL, became a cop, was a millionaire at 26 through real estate, and did not retire until 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, right? Like, again, and, and his whole concept was... Uh, he could have retired, right? Like he had the money, he had the income, he had everything 20 years ago. (laughs) Much of what people are pursuing today, he had 20 years ago. But that discipline, whether it's because of his family ties, he proved something new in today's brand and business world, right? The fact that you don't have to rush to leave your nine to five, Mm -hmm. that you don't have to run from your job, that you can stay in a nine to five and still build a legacy or something special outside of it so that when you retire, there's there waiting for you, right? He's lived a phenomenal life, vacations with his wife. You mentioned the family life and all that, which is incredible. But that's definitely, you know, if if, if I can just give a quick summary of his story. And again, for those who uh, haven't had an opportunity to check him out, definitely go check him out to learn a little bit more how he's done that in the real estate world. But man, the, the part that Maul uh, really kind of built a special relationship with me was... Uh, at an event in New York. I talk about this often, but we were at an event in New York. Forbes was honoring E. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought him in. You were there. The whole, Much of the team was there. CJ was there. Josh, everyone was there. Yep. So at that time, I'm still kind of, you know, finding my footing or whatnot. And I'm like, man, you know what? This real estate thing might be an opportunity for me. I know Maul's been talking about it crazy. So ironically enough, I run into Maul at the event. I'm like, yo, Maul, tell me about this real estate thing, man. Like, you know, I'm trying to learn a little bit more. 
So my man stood there for about 20 minutes. He kept talking about mindset. So mm. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, all right. I know, I know more just started speaking. Like he's now on tours and all that. But I'm like, why, why is he using this as an opportunity to practice his speech on me? Like he did not tell me nothing about real estate right now. Mr. Yagi, <laughs> right? okay. He he's he straight up with the with the mm. yeah, absolutely. Why you know the whole thing? So uh, about a year later, Nikki, I finally got it. I'm like, yo, it makes perfect sense. He could have not introduced me to real estate until I changed how I thought about money first. Much well, of my well, relationship. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like you can just say what you just said. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, for real, man. Much of because I don't know if he just got that energy from me, but at the time, much of my questions were related to money and being, you know, conservative and and saving and this and that. And it was like the polar opposite of how this man approaches money, right? Mm -hmm. Or how he approaches real estate. But literally about a year later, I got I was like, yo, I got it now. Had I not understood the mindset piece. None of what you would have told me made sense. Right. All right. Shout out to Maldo, man. But an incredible guy. He's actually helped us in some other areas too, uh, you know, since that conversation. But yeah, shout out to Maul. Shout out to Maul. Yeah. And the, the cool thing about with Maul and how he's growing his personal brand right now, and we've mentioned this before, I mean, just a real estate mogul before hitting social media, right? Really yeah. building stuff outside of social media and social media kind of just being second, right? Where other people grow everything and build a whole lifestyle on social media. But when it comes to real life, if social media was to just die and just stop working, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah, where for mall. He created something outside of social media and is just letting people inside of his world. I love that way of branding. Like, I love the way that we're just seeing inside of what he's created and not what he's creating while he's growing. You know, the the fact that he came out with a whole book and it's like a whole package. It's like a book, a workbook, audio book, a course it's a yeah. whole joint. He did. First off, his house is amazing. I only went in like a little bit. I didn't see the full blown. But during his launch for his book, he had a whole club upstairs. He has a seen club that. I seen in his that. house on the live. Yeah. Right. He has a whole club in his house. DJ and all. It's the craziest thing. Mall is what truly what goals are because we look at social media and we see the cars, the cash the, and all this other houses on other people's, but those people who really have it don't really show it. Yeah, They like really live it in real life. So are you putting it on social media to just show off to say, look, this is what I have and look rich, but are you going to be rich? In real life. Mm. Okay. And so, what you doing there? I mean, I got bars once in a while. Just once in a while. <laughs> but, I love it. But Maul really lives this life. And the crazy thing is some of the people that 
are doing the flashiness are actually followers of Maul. Like, actually mm. look at him as a mentor. Be calling him. Be like, yo, I got... I screenshotted, like, yo, talk to my mentor and everything like that. Like, then walk the walk. Then actually, mm. like, take his advice and run with it. Because there still is... It still says a lot about people who don't do it just for the gram. Because the gram is not going to last forever. That wealth that you have is going to last forever. So it's a shout out to Maul because he he does it right. Like he honestly does it right. And I don't know, maybe because it's a generation kind of vibe. And I get it. You know, um, I think E even spoke about it where, you know, the the younger generation is just more about let me live for the now and I'm just going to enjoy life, which I'm for. I'm absolutely for it, but not live for a man-made system. Wow. Live for you now, not necessarily this platform that was made just to show out, just right. for whatever you want to put it. So, I mean, like I said, shout out to Maul. Congratulations on dropping your book, the course, the audio book, everything that you've done this year. You continue to show us what it is to build an empire and That's then real. an amazing following, amazing following. And connecting with so many people. Eighty or seventy grand, uh, seventy thousand. Yeah, he is. He he is. His growth is disgusting, but his growth is disgusting just because. And I'm looking it up right now, um, because he he, he's almost at a hundred k. He's at ninety six point four. Wow. And you go, you could go through his stuff, and you don't see a single car. You don't see the lavish. you know, vacations and all that great stuff. But the crazy thing is, he has lavish vacations. He has yeah, he an amazing those. house. Yeah. He can get any car, he can do any helicopter ride, all that great stuff. Him and CJ go on trips all the time before COVID. Yeah. They're like, yo, I'm going to Cabo. I'm like, where is that? I don't even know where that is. Go, bye, take pictures. Like, yeah, we got this uh, huge house. Uh, I think it was like a few months, like a month or two ago. He was like, I'm over this COVID thing. We're going to the mountains. And we're just going to be in heaven. I said, okay, next time, can you uh, let us know and we'll get the house next door? Don't play me. Don't do that. We could do this. Give us a shot. I'll never forget. I I think it was him who said, "If if you have more followers than you do money in your bank, Mm. Something like that. I was like, yeah. Hey, praise God I don't. Ah. Ah. <laughs> we out here. We out here. Talk I about just, it. I just say still still like, growing. I still I still gotta catch up. Let me stop. <laughs> like. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm fooling. Anyway, let's get to the next person. Um, this one is a personal favorite of mine. And just because 
of how 2020 hit. Like, 2020 hit, and it it sat a lot of people down. Yeah. And it actually got people to really think about just life in general and what to do with our money now that we really can't, you know, go out like we used to, travel like we used to, spend like we used to. Now is time to maybe even save. And so there's this one guy, uh, Wall Street Trapper, shout out to him, and I'm going to show the clip in a bit, but that just makes it normal, like makes it as if anybody can do it. So I got a clip of Wall Street, him breaking down Best Buy, and just pay attention to how just simple he makes it sound. Right now, we're going to be in front of Best Buy. Yeah, they got a big trap house. But listen, it's a little complicated situation with them because indirectly, they really be beefing with Amazon, right? And this how. So Amazon has a great online presence when it comes to buying things, even electronics. But one thing that I did realize was that when it comes to electronics, a lot of people really want to go in there and see it, feel it, touch it. So I actually have owned Best Buy since it was like $76, but I did get off of it. I'm not gonna lie, because I own Amazon as well, um, but I was kind of like, eh. Like, but the, the stock has performed well, right? They have 1,300 stores worldwide, right? Which is great. Um, digital sales actually grew by 53%. So we're not, disclaimer, we're not telling you to buy Best Buy stocks. Do not buy it. And right. it goes crazy, and you blame it on Nikki and Moose and Wall Street Trapper. You're not doing that. <laughs> so, small disclaimer. Um, but for me, right, I picked Wall Street because he was one of the main guys, and as well as shout out to Earn Your Leisure podcast. Those two guys are amazing. But between Wall Street and them, they really made learning about the the you know the stock market simple for people who don't normally are in that culture right minorities you know you look at the stock market you instantly think of wall street you think of the suits and ties and everything like that the bell we don't know too much but then you have this hood guy that had breaks it down into Simple, uh, simple words and simple situations that it's like, I can invest in Best Buy. I can invest in Amazon. I can invest, like, this is possible for us. Like, he made it possible for us to really invest and learn about different companies and breaking down, you know, the the earnings and everything like yeah. that. And when we look at COVID, that's why I said, like, I'm bringing him up because this is the year where a lot of people invested. Yeah. We didn't hear, even us, right? Me and Moose, we invested as well. But before, it, it didn't sound so trending in ours. Like, you had a few people in the stock market, but you didn't hear so much about savings and options and stock market and, and real estate and all this great stuff until this year, until we sat down and was like, we have to do something with this. So 
when another pandemic hits, we don't feel the same weight. We don't feel as if, oh, my God, we can't go outside. We can't make no money. There were people, and that's why shout out to Maul, because he's another one who provided resources to make money. So when this happens again, if this happens again, there's no worries, right? And so I definitely wanted to highlight Trap because he, just like Maul, provided tools and resources for people to create their own wealth, no matter what the situation is. And really keeping people up to date. I think he has a a YouTube show every Tuesday. He's been on your Earn Your Leisure podcast. And that's created thousands and thousands of views. And just educating people on a regular basis. He's active in Clubhouse. Shout out to everybody who's in Clubhouse, right? Active in Clubhouse. Teaching people from a, just a simple standpoint from what he's learned. He's not sitting here saying he's an expert. He's not sitting here saying this is exactly what's going to work. He's showing people what has worked for him from the standpoint of, look, I was in jail. I was in these streets. So I'm taking what I've learned from the streets and I'm applying it to to the stock market. I'm applying that same kind of lingo, that same kind of strategies, and I'm showing you that it could work in a legit way. And it's actually simpler than we think. It's actually way more easier than what maybe we deemed to be as the stock market before, right? And for a time like this, when people were panicked, when people didn't know what to do, he said he made it very easy to just put money, $5 here, $10 here, really study on the stock market for right now. During the pandemic, like catch it when it's low and having people understand that. And uh, shout out to Master Investor. Ian, too, is another one who's done amazing during this COVID situation when it comes to teaching people just about how to be wealthy. So I definitely wanted to bring um, him up because, I mean, we did it. You know what I mean? We sure did. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to ever invest in the stock market. Now, for those people who don't know, um, Moose made me buy Tesla. Um, Why? Tell tell me about the profit. How about the profit I made you get to? Can we talk about that? If you're going to say made, then tell me about the profit you made. Hold on. Hold on. I was getting there. Okay. I was was getting there because it was going to be like a, like a stab. And then I appreciate you, but then a stab again. Oh, so, okay, okay, all right, all right. I just, want, I just wanted some flowers uh, sprinkled on the knife so, real quick. So, I get you there. So let's have this conversation real quick. So shout out to our Facebook Live people because they may have heard this one. So Thanks. when we were starting with the stock market, I don't know how we even figured out that we were doing this, but we were like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this together, right? I, I'm looking at small joints, you know, looking at maybe Apple. Not even. That was still high for me. I was like, we're going to do Apple at the time. I think it was like 500, 600. I don't know what it was yep. at the time, right? And then we were looking at a little small joints. I think Delta was going down. So I was like, I'm going to buy Delta. He's like, uh-uh. And I, we were just going back and forth. And he's like, 
what about Tesla? I'm like, what about uh, that $2,000 <laughs> stock? What about it? Why are we? Yeah. Now, mind you, us starting. This is not Correct. like us in there. We have profits already. Anything like that. It was a starting. He's like, facts. I'm really feeling we get Tesla. I think I think we could do something with this. Why don't we, we just go all in tomorrow? We, the way my bank account is set up, like, <laughs> Help me. I got to change it from one account to this account. And it's going to take about like two days. And then, which is realistic. This was a real life That's situation. Real. That was right? real. Yeah. Um, so I was like, fine. Boom. We'll get it. Right. Get Tesla. Um, and I got to give Moose his props. been very yeah yeah, it's been very profitable even though he left me he left me he sold it he left me back in the game though back in the game are you back in the game you see how he doesn't tell me anything hold on can we talk about the apple can we talk about apple real quick how Uh, i'm thinking so yeah we're going suicide note apologize but how we bought apple right we got like I don't know. I think I had like 25 or something. I was super happy. I was like, I got 25 stocks in Apple. Mind you, first year, first couple of months. I was like, yeah, 25. Right. I'm out here. We good. Da, 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 da. After the split, we out here. He's like, I got 30. I did not say it that way. <laughs> I, I was like. Listen, people. What? I did not. I, what off, what do you? He's was, like, I told was, you I was buying Apple. I was like, you didn't tell me how much. I'm out here telling you actual how much I put in my bank account, how much I transferred from the bank account to the to the brokerage thing, how much did I pay for the Apple? I'm doing sending screenshots. Yeah. I'm paying yeah, for it. Su- in I, there's all proof of receipts of me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This yeah. is how much I paid for it. He's like. <laughs> Nikki be super transparent. She uh, about to send me her social next. Listen, like, listen if we are friends, you are knowing everything, okay? You are knowing everything. I'm going to screenshot my whole life, birth certificate, all that great, the, the VIN number on my car, all that great stuff. So I'm sending screenshots. He's like, yeah, I'm going to buy more Apple. He buys more than me. Now he knows I'm competitive. He knows I'm competitive. So now I'm out here going to buy Apple just because I don't even know if I have the money. I'm trading in sneakers now so I can have the money to buy Apple so I could get more than him. I haven't even updated oh, him man. on anything. I have ever since that you day haven't. we have not updated each other because I'm we like this is war. Stocks no more. This is this is war now. Terrible. Is, and we're just gonna Terrible. at the end of the day screenshot who made more money. Like you made this that, into a competition. <laughs> I did not. I did not. Let me tell you what happened, people. Let me tell the, let me tell people in listen land what happened. So what happened was right. Real talk. I also purchased Apple. Mm-hmm. The stock split. The stock split. I don't know the calculation of the split. It just so happened that when it split, I think you had 27, I had 32. I'm like, oh, no big deal, right? I got an extra five stocks at a, it's like, that's like $500 or so. So I'm like, hey, no big deal. But no, competitive Nikki was like, nah, no way. I'm about to, 
you know, trade two pinky toes to get just as much uh, Apple stock like you. And uh, sure enough, but let's talk back about Tesla, though, because Tesla, you know, you're doing good. Anyway, uh, shout out to Wall Street Trapper, man, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we just made it to a mini stock bring, battle. Oh, I apologize. Bring it, bring it back. Listen. Bring it back. Yeah, full circle. Now, let me just tell you my favorite part about this, though, man. You know, I think everyone, a lot of people have said this before. Yo, the system's broken. You got to change the system. We got to change the system. Mm -hmm. And here's somebody who was just like, yo, the system's not going to change. It's not going to change. The system is the system for a reason. Right. (laughs) The system is the system for a reason. And here's somebody who, with all odds stacked up against them, still found a way to apply the basic principles across the board and showed up daily and helped his people learn what he mastered. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I love about this part. You know, I talked about in the beginning, it's like, yo, this concept of bridging the gap. And that's what it is. It's, it's bridging the gap of financial literacy. That's a huge gap mm-hmm. in the minority community, right? So for, for someone to be able to stand and carry a big part of the minority community on his back in terms of just like, yo, here's what this is like. And don't be scared by you know, difficult words or fancy numbers or all of these things. Like, here's really what it breaks down to. Matter of fact, let me stand in front of Best Buy just in case you had, you know what I'm saying? Like, here goes the visual representation of it and just made it so easy to digest and understand. In a way, it kind of gave me like some some early TGIM vibes, right? Like kind of like the, just the simplicity of it. It wasn't anything crazy. And I'm loving that people are beginning to find their voices, right? So while some people are getting lost because they're not sure where to go, you also have a great deal of people who are finding their voices. So, yeah, with that said, man, I think uh, shout out to uh, Wall Street Trap for that. Shout out to Trap. Now, this last one, though, very special, Special. very special. Special. Oh, man. Um, We... I don't know if you met her at Game Changers, but I know I did. Um, I did. Oh, shout out to you. Yay. Yeah. Um, so she was part of one of the programs that E has. If people don't know who I mean by E, that's Eric Thomas. Um, and he has a speakers program called Game Changers. And so this individual came into Game Changers, had an amazing story but couldn't even finish saying it like she was her first time saying it she just cried right it was a struggle and then I think the next meetup or something she said it and everybody was in standing ovation and now she's been to the White House she's like a huge real estate developer she you you'll see who we're talking about Hey guys, it's your girl, Terrica Lynn Smith here, your favorite real estate guru. Guys, I wanted to take a stroll down memory lane because a lot of you guys see where I'm at right now and you see the multi-million dollar communities. You see all the investment properties. We have over 200 doors. You see all of that, but what you don't see is where I started at. And I want to take you down memory lane of where I started at. You see, this property behind me was my first investment property. I bought this property for $5,000 and I put $3,000 into it. I used my tax return to turn my income into real estate. 
Guys, I know you're waiting on a large sum of money. You're waiting for the perfect chance and opportunity. But let me tell you something. There is no such thing. You have to start betting on yourself right now. You have to start believing. You have to start educating. And you have to start transforming your life. If you want to see the best dividends in your real estate portfolio, we are turning income into real estate. And we wanted you to join us on this path. Let's go. Love it. So, um, this one's special to me for sure. Uh, just cause I know where Terika started and I know how much she did not want to be out there in the world. Like I knew she's, she's like, yo, Nikki, I don't do social media. I don't do content. I don't do none of that. I don't like, I do real estate. That's it. Right. And then something happened. I think the demand of her happened. Like people wanted the information, right? To see going from like a mall, which, you know, real estate is a male-dominated area, and yeah. seeing Terika come through multimillionaire and just killing the game to the point where she drops a webinar, she drops a course, she has her own board game like that's not light not everybody's doing board games like her whole thing was like yo i'm i want to be like better than monopoly like i want the kids to understand the development of these houses of these you know plazas of these different communities like i want to be that person that replaces Monopoly. That's big. That's huge. That's right? Yeah. And her story, if you go check out Terika, is, is crazy. Like, just from her background, from just, like, humble beginnings, from nothing to now owning how many things that she said on the, on the tape like, and everything. Life flex, 200 doors. Right, like, right, <laughs> right. But her willingness to, like, teach other people is amazing. I know um, within the crew, if you're not doing it with Maul, you're doing it with Terika. You know, right. it's, it's just a matter of preference at this point. They're all going to get you to millionaire status, right? So it is just so... So dope to see just a humble human being come out and be like, you know what? In the middle of COVID, I'm going to teach people what are the essentials and non-essentials. Like We buying a lot of stuff we think is essentials. It's really not. And I'm going to teach you. And then I'm going to teach you how to do, how to get a door. I'm going to teach you how to invest with just maybe $1,000. You know, the... Different amount of ways that Terika teaches her craft in a very direct way. Shout out because she's a pilot. So if if you didn't know, if you don't know Terika, you know that she's a pilot. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, but to see somebody who didn't want to do social media, to see somebody to step out partner with Eric Thomas on, a, on an amazing course 
be on different podcasts, you know, creating different content, glamming up because she had all this this whole photo shoot out of nowhere, yeah. um, looking all dolled up. I was like, go ahead. Okay, Terika, what are we doing? She's like, uh, Tiff told me to do it. Shout out to Tiffany Haynes, uh, manager of the Boss year. Boss lady. Hey. She doesn't manage us yet, yep. Tiff. Look at me. Look at me. Honorable mention. We are blowing up in these streets. You better get us while we hot. I'm just saying. I'm saying Talk you may not it. afford us Talk next. About it. You may not afford Ooh. us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Ooh. Ooh. I was just saying. I was just saying. Anyway. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Please don't. Please don't do anything. But, uh. Moose, what you think about Terika? Yeah, Terika's dope, man. Terika, actually, I remember meeting her at Game Changers, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, she was fascinated by a little thing I spoke about with the eyebrows. I don't know if you remember. She, we had oh the little small group. Oh, my God. Yeah, remember I remember that? that. She was like, yo, people always tell me why I have like this weird face or, or like a resting, you know, whatever face. But she's like, but you're right, the eyebrows. The eyebrows. The resting eyebrows female dog up. face. Resting female <laughs> dog face. He doesn't want to say you know it. I'm saying? just going to be very proper with it. <laughs> Same. Thanks, Nix. I'm here for you. But, uh, <laughs> but no, she she was uh, she's dope, man. And, and, you know, I've had the opportunity to work with her on several occasions. And to your point, super direct. You know, I mentioned, again, that concept of bridging the gap and educating people in the process. You know, and and that's definitely something that I would share as a nugget or as a lesson for both business, brand, delivery of promise, whatever it is. When when she tells you she's going to do something, you best believe she's going to deliver on exactly what she said. She's an open book. She's going to give you everything that she has to show you that process and educate you along the way. So I definitely think that's something we can all learn from Terrico. But yeah, no, absolutely love her heart. I think she's done a phenomenal job, to your point, growing out of some parts of her that were a little uncomfortable. And, and literally, that was, that was early this year, man. I want to say that was like January, February when we saw her uh, at Game Changers. So to see that entire progression in a matter of 10 months or so has been absolutely incredible. You know, like you said, going from, oh, I don't want to do social media to being front and center with everything and has numerous publications or people... Uh, featured her on the news and yeah. now I, I see her like she got her own gang of people on Facebook like that will really like show up thug, on uh, thug life. For, she for got Terica. her own goons yeah she got her own yeah. goons it's crazy yeah, and I think she, yeah yeah no she's done an incredible job and and um you know again someone from from the community from within the circle and and had a very uh Difficult upbringing, but has turned it around. So again, for those who are looking for examples like, man, but that person can't be me. I can't be like a J-Lo or this. Well, maybe your example, your reference point needs to be a Terrica Smith. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's why that's the whole point of showing this. The whole point, because they all had different backgrounds. They all had different beginnings. You know, Trey just being a kid out of Philly, Maul being a nine-to-fiver, like he was a cop and still a multimillionaire. You know, Wall Street Trapper was in jail, came out, 
and is now doing his thing and beyond wealthy with the, you know, with the stock market and Terika humble beginnings, you know, yep. living under a bridge at one point with her baby um, and now a multimillionaire. So like, yeah, J-Lo may be out of reach. Yeah. Right. Will Smith. Right. Yeah, not so much. It's not. But these are people we could find right on social media that we could still DM and still talk to and, you know, um, still get their products and services and maybe actually like mailed out by them. It's it's a different vibe when we can honestly see people of just, you know, minorities just doing, you know, great things yep. during yep. this whole yep. pandemic, great things yep. during this weird time, because if they could do this now, imagine what 2021 is going to look like. Imagine what 2022 and beyond is going to look like for them, because in the midst of all this, they were still able to make millions right. still. hundred percent. You know, I think, this was the year where, you know, unemployment went all time high again and all that great stuff. And it's like, it's still possible. It's still yeah. possible to just do that transition into online, serving the people, giving them different tools and resources for them to become better or feel better. Because Trey gives something that makes people feel better, right? Yeah. The last three was some tools and resources to help you get better. But Trey makes you feel better with his Look clothing. Better, yeah. 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 So that also is important because there's a lot of people who are in these in, in the house just bumming it out. Straight up bumming. Moose did a does a new thing that he wears J's when he does consultations. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I consult no one, in one. No one no one sees him but him. No one yep. sees. I consult in once. I consult in once. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yep. quick announcement. Quick announcements before we end this. Right. Nikki and Moose. Every social media channel. Nikki and Moose on Instagram. Nikki and Moose on Facebook. Nikki and Moose on Twitter. Go follow us. We're dope over there. We respond to you. I'm out. just saying. And right. every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m., okay, we are live on Facebook answering questions, you getting to know a little bit about us. I think on this episode, you get to see a little bit of our crazy side and our yeah. fun side, but definitely on the Facebook, you get to know more about me and Moose and, of course, a recap of the episode and everything like that and question and answer. Moose. How'd you feel about this episode? I like this episode. Anytime we get an opportunity to include people that we know, that we love, um, anytime that we get to show others what's possible and, and what can happen for them, you know, despite the craziness that's happening in the world, I can't wait for the stat that come out because you mentioned unemployment. I can't wait for the stat that comes out that says how many new millionaires came out of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, like I know that's going to be a time. It's like, yo, the, the, the pandemic produced X amount of millionaires, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's good to know that we got people uh, serving as examples and reference points, 
you know, for, for those on that route. Again, not that, not that money is the only thing that matters. Again, if you walked out of the pandemic with health and, you know, your family, your loved ones, of course that matters. But again, we're just from a business context. Yeah, this is, this is a strong. Yeah. And, and definitely if you feel as if someone should have been mentioned, definitely hit us up on social media, whether it's Facebook, uh, Instagram or Twitter, definitely hit us up and say, yo, Maybe next year, start looking into this person. Start looking into this person. We really want to acknowledge more every year, just people who are up and coming, people who are doing something that maybe, yeah, they possibly could get recognized in their community, but we want to also be a platform to recognize greatness as well. So if you know anybody, definitely tag us, uh, comment underneath our, our posts and everything like, Nikki, do this. Moose, do this one. We'll look into it and we'll possibly put it in the next year's stuff. Or maybe we'll do like a right mid, mid-week, mid not mid-week, mid-year. mid-year type of vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with that. With that? I'm with that. All with right. That. So, Moose, it's your turn. Final words. Are we going back and forth with the, uh, with the final words? No, no, we never do back and forth. Why we? No, because okay. next week, next week you don't have... Final words. We have oh, correct. Better watch out. Oh, we almost didn't tell, tell you. We, um, we have tell we have a really dope guest starting off the new year. Really, really dope guest. Should we tell them? Should we tell? I no. mean, no? No, 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 no. Oh, no, I think they should wait. I think they should wait. Maybe, maybe we'll do an early release. We'll do like a like a like a teaser. Uh-huh. The day before the release. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll do, maybe, can check, we do that? Can we do a teaser all right, before check the release? Check our Instagram. Check our Facebook and Twitter about a, a, a good little nugget coming from our next week's uh, guest. But this episode was amazing. Oh, my God. All I can say, super humble human being. Um, amazing story. Amazing family. We can learn so many things, and we did from this interview and podcasts coming through for his stuff that is going to be amazing. Oh, I want to tell you, but Moose said I can't. I'm just too transparent. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> so, Moose, you better end this because I'd be like, and I'm not going to listen ah. to Moose, and it's... <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm oh, I'm man. known for that. Be like, I know I didn't tell Moose I was gonna do this, but boom. So right, right. So, sorry, people. So, um, yeah, nah. Here, here, it is, man. It's uh, by the time y'all will listen to this, it's gonna be just a few days before 2020 is in the wrap. It's gonna be over with. So uh, from both myself and Nikki, let me first say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, enjoy all the holiday stuff, the good stuff, right? Hope you had a good time with your family. But man, whatever, whatever you didn't like in 2020, leave it in 2020, right? I think walk out of this year with the things that matter most to you. We talked about it on this episode where, you know, sometimes a lot of the stuff that you see on social may not all be, you know, what it plans out to be. Like walk out with what's most important to you, right? Whether that be actually building yourself and your business in real, actual life. Of course, your family, your loved ones, take what matters most, leave what you don't like behind. It doesn't matter anyway.